0: Welcome, everybody, to the Preds Report. I am your host, Alan Pavlo, and as always, I am here to give you my opinions and thoughts on uh, our team, the Nashville Predators. Now, uh, this week, I have my coffee with me because I am jacked. I am energized uh, for what this team has and and what we are showing on the ice. Uh, There seems to be a bit of momentum going on, so uh, without further ado, let's go ahead and and, uh, let's talk about it. We go. start today's episode with a little bit of trivia. Now, I'm thinking of a player. This player is a fantastic fin. This player has 11 goals since John Hines has become the head coach of the Nashville Predators. This player is listed as a center, but usually plays on the wing. This player... Thoroughly enjoy scoring goals with 0.1 seconds left on the clock and then going ahead and scoring the game winner. It is the one, the only Mikhail Granlin. Shouts out to him. Now, what a revelation Mikhail Granlin has been since John Hines uh, joined the team. He's just played completely different than what we were accustomed to seeing with him. We made the trade uh, with Minnesota for... uh, We give up Fiala, they give up Granlin. And I I had already planned on doing this little bit of a segment and right before, like the moment I start recording, Trey sends me this tweet that says uh, Fiala has a career-high 49 points uh on the season and i think he scored like 7 goals in the last like week which be- it has to be because uh the nhl is a cruel cruel mistress and uh doesn't care about your feelings <laughs> why why oh god it's so frustrating i still think we we win that trade I just don't think if Fiala stays here, he has those types of numbers. I think both guys really, really benefited um, from moving and and having a look at another team and being able to play with other players. Um, I know there was a little bit of a tiff going on with Fiala and and some of the other guys on the team. So like... Yeah, no, I'm happy for him, and I'm happy that he's going and doing stuff. But boy, am I glad to have uh, Granlin on our team. Uh, he just seems—he just seems to be gelling with the with the guys on the team. And you know, you you look at the reaction of the guys um, when he gets that goal. Everyone is ecstatic. I mean, definitely for him, but like also just—it seems like that was a, a turning point. It seems like that kind of a goal is uh the the spark that a team needs to go on and just be phenomenal down the road as well not just to go and and win that game which they did but like i just see a little more fire in them uh and so mikhail grandlin hats off to you my dude um I I really, really hope that this is the spark that the team needs, and it seems to be that case. You know, next game we we take on Colorado, and Colorado's a good team, and I'm going to get into this a little more later, but, like, Colorado's a good team, and we did not look bad in that game. Uh, I I think we got incredibly unlu- unlucky, but we were in it. So that's my thoughts. Granlin, very, very happy for him. Very glad that he uh, has kind of found his stride. Um and I, I really think he can be a spark for us. Now, let's uh let's go on to a couple other players. Last episode I talked about uh Jared Tenorti and Colin Blackwell saying that Jared Tenorti was a fantastic player, and I'm very, very happy that he's here, which I am, and that has not changed. However, I said that I could take or leave Colin Blackwell, and I immediately apologize oh my gosh i was wrong and i'm ready to admit that uh i was super wrong this guy's been great i think i i did say that he fits the role that he is in well which is the case um i don't foresee him being a top goal scorer uh, on the team or in the league or anything like that. But man, like, this guy is tenacious. This guy doesn't care about your feelings. This guy's going to get in there and throw his body around and be annoying. And I I liken him to um, the more positive aspects of a Ryan Hartman, if you guys remember him on the team. Uh, I really liked Ryan Hartman when he was around. No, he wasn't a big goal scorer. And I do think we paid a little much for him when he was traded to us uh, from Chicago, I believe. But he was the guy that got under people's skin. He he would get in the corner, he would be a little bulldog, and just not care. Uh, just throw his body around everywhere, and I love that. Uh, same with Blackwell. Uh, You see his tenacity. You see that that energy that he's bringing into the lineup. And I've been very, very impressed with him. Uh, I remember as soon as I released the last episode, um, he goes and scores a goal. And I'm like, ah, yes, that makes sense. Uh, I'm an idiot. So um, it it just had to be that way. Was on a four-game point streak, I believe... um, Four goals out of that and there were some assists involved um, really really impressed with them and and again that just goes to show like the depth of this team has been really impressive uh, and I I've really enjoyed seeing that side of the team hoping that it sparks the the higher end talent which I still think it could be the case I think we're still waiting on it. Uh, Forsberg just recently scored a goal, and like you could see in his face, he was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, it's coming." Um, So, you know, we're coming up to the end of the season. You don't want to hit your peak too early. You wanna you wanna start making strides and you wanna start going up. um, And I think we are doing that. I think we're chug a lugging along, and. If we manage to hit our peak performance right as the playoffs start, hey, we might be we might be doing something. We just might. and and I really think, um going back to the trade deadline and going back to what Poyle was saying, like this team can do it. This team that we have on the ice right now can accomplish the things that we have set out to accomplish. We have the talent. We just got to get there. And I think uh, these two guys in particular, Blackwell, Granlin, these guys are spearheading that momentum and that building. Very, very excited for the future. Now, another guy that has been just totally on fire since he's come back has been Ryan Ellis. Boy, this team missed him. And you could see it. Uh, like from the jump, we were, we were at, uh, the Parkway poorhouse, uh, watch party. Uh, the first game that he comes back and like, I didn't even know he was coming back. I I had not heard for sure that he was coming back. I heard that there were rumors, but that was about it. And I see him on that screen and everyone is just like, oh yeah, oh baby, here we go. And he comes out and immediately starts firing. Um, I think he got a goal. Uh, This was the game... Shoot, what game was this? Oh, I can't remember. Anyway, blocking shots. Looks like he hasn't missed a beat. Uh, He is Captain Clutch. He is uh, the guy on our back end that we need. I know everyone is on this Yossi hype train. I get it. He's been amazing. But like, Ellis, dude that he's my guy on defense. He, he's the one that's going to be taking us far in my personal opinion. Uh, but he's looked fantastic since returning from injury. So glad to have him back. I really think again, building that momentum, getting healthy. We could be a force coming up, but it's going to take that high end talent to, to really step it up and, and be something. So, uh, Definitely. I, I feel like these past couple weeks, I've been very critical of, of uh, the Preds and, and just the general, you know, lack of communication, the body language, uh, you know, all that seemed to be off. And over, you know, we had that three game win streak and then we lose to Colorado. Cool. Fine. It, we look different. Uh, the team looks like they have found the, the way to gel with each other. I don't know what it is. You know, obviously, I'm not in the locker room. I'd love to be in the locker room, but I'm not. Uh, so I don't know what that change has been other than these particular guys stepping up and being leaders for each other. So if that's the case, hey, man, I'm here for it, you know. Anyway, uh, let's talk about this last game. So, um, actually, we'll go we'll go the game before that, uh, which was the uh, Calgary game, and then then we'll go uh, Colorado. So, Calgary game. I'll be honest. The first half of the game, uh, we are looking kind of subpar. We we looked like we just weren't ready to start. You know, UC again had to stand on his head just be an absolute animal for this team and he was and he is about the sole reason we were even in there to begin with um but with that being said i don't feel like the team stopped believing in themselves at all in this game and i've seen that a couple times within the season where like you know 20-30 20-30 minutes into the game you know, after the first period into the second, everyone just gets drained and everyone's done. And no one looks like they want to be there. And no one uh, is interested in playing hockey. It didn't seem like that in this one. Yes, we were getting shelled, but like, we were still in it. We were in it up until the very, very end. And then uh Calgary scores. Calgary scores with something like 40 seconds left. And Ah, <sighs> oh, What a dagger! I mean, that has got to suck. You let in a goal to take the lead with under a minute to go. I, I bet, I bet you a solid portion of the fans got up and left. But boy, did they miss something incredible! Um, I was, I was actually on my way home, and so I didn't. I only saw that goal uh, in the highlights, I didn't actually get to see um, that live, but uh, I get a text from my mom and she's like, hey, are you watching this game? And I was like, Sh- no, no, I'm not. She goes, turn it on right now, I don't care where you are, pull over and turn it on right now. So luckily I just pulled into the house and um, I- I'm, sitt- I'm sitting in my car streaming this game, there is like 30 seconds left. And it just, was, like, I could feel it. I could feel that something was going to happen. Um, and it did. And, like, that's the belief that I'm talking about. This team never gave up in, during that entire game, or, or at least that, that last portion. And then the miracle goal happens. Everyone's losing their minds. And as soon as it went in, I was like, we're not losing this game. We are 100% winning this game. Take it to overtime, and it just felt like the Preds that I remember. You know, the past few years where we've been the dominant team. Uh, it, there, there was no stopping them, and of course, it had to be Granlin for for the game winner. Of course, it did. Uh, you, you, what you were gonna? You think you're gonna stop him? No. No, that, that guy had the red mist in his eyes, but not necessarily out of anger. He was just like, I'm scoring this goal. I'm getting on the ice, I'm scoring, and you can't do anything about it. And I love that mentality. It, it was just a really, really cool thing to watch and a really th- cool thing to witness. And, and I really do think that it will um, propel this team into the greatness that they know they can be. Moving on, uh, we go to the Colorado game, and uh, I was not at the watch party for this one, unfortunately, because I was at the game. And I feel like that's a valid reason to not go to a watch party. Although, uh, don't get me wrong, those watch parties are amazing. You should get out there. You really should. Come hang out. Uh, Parkway Poorhouse. I forget when the next one is, to be honest with you, but I guarantee you, you'll see it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, anywhere you can follow us. Do it, and you'll know exactly when that uh, when that watch party's going to be. Uh, that is uh, at Chatten Sports, or just go to the website uh, ChattenSports dot Anyway, getting back to uh, the <laughs> <laughs> getting back to the Colorado game. I was I was at the game, and Colorado, in my opinion. Is the best team in the West right now, uh, which kind of sucks for a couple reasons. One, it's not us, and two, we kind of help create that team with the various trades and stuff. Uh, again, it's it's one of those things where like you have to be amazing for sixty minutes, and you might beat them. And I feel like that's what we were. Uh, The first period, we shut him down. The first period was a total stalemate, and I was a okay with it. We got got past that first 20 minutes, and I was like, all right, we got a chance here. We're going to settle in, and we're going to do this thing. And then we give up a goal. And then we give up two goals. And I'm like, ah, crap. Okay, yeah, no, this team's good. And that's okay. But we're still in it. There again, there was no giving up on this. And and I really felt that way. So, um We get a goal back. I believe it was Arvidsson on a breakaway. Sick nasty goal. Uh as always, God love Arvey. Uh I, I love him so much. Um And that's another one that like once he finds his feet, once he once he finds his his goal scoring mentality again, you're not gonna stop him. He has, or he can be, he has the potential to be our top player on any given night. Just get him going. So, uh, really glad to see him score. Uh, and then the controversy, the controversial goal. Uh, I forget whose goal it was supposed to be. What I remember the most was, obviously, the no-goal call. Now, seeing it live, I was immediately like, oh my god that's a goal yes everyone's going insane great they wave it off no goal crap what happened i because we were we were in the opposite kind of corner i i didn't actually see what had gone on they throw the replay up on the jumbotron and i'm like oh yeah no no that's that that's pretty obvious right like uh, Blackwell doing his thing, getting all up in there, uh, and that's exactly where I want him to be, and that's exactly where he should be, just right in front of the goalie, and then just mows him over. <laughs> I was like, ooh, no, no, that's, that's pretty bad, eh? Um, and so I left that game thinking that that was a good call. It wasn't until this morning when I was watching the replay one, uh, once again on youtube that i was like wait a minute no he he got thrown into that goalie um i i don't know what he's supposed to do he stops at the top of the blue paint um and i don't think he was fully in it uh i'd have to look at back at it one more time but like he was where he was supposed to be and the defender comes crashing down on him and pretty much just hip checks him into the goalie as the puck is being thrown on net. I don't know what he's supposed to do there. Blackwell's not a giant man. It's not like he's just going to plant his foot and say, you're not moving me. Uh, Like, what do you do? Uh, I think that's a missed call. And of course, uh, because the league has no idea what the hell they're doing, you can't review it, because there was a penalty on the play. So he goes to the box, and all momentum is gone. I, I feel like we got cheated, not only out of a goal, but out of that momentum, because that place was rocking when that goal went in. No goal, no fun, no soup for you, out of here. It's frustrating. It's very, very frustrating. Obviously, there's not a ton that can be done um, other than to say that this league sometimes sucks. And again, it's a league that doesn't care about your feelings. It is what it is. But it's frustrating. It's frustrating not only uh, for the team, but for uh, the goal scorer and for Blackwell. I mean, he didn't mean to do it, or at least it didn't seem like he did. You know, you... You basically put the game on his shoulders with that that penalty and I just don't see that as being fair to him at all I I think he was completely just doing what he was supposed to be doing so we we actually ended up leaving after after the empty net Uh, we we skipped the traffic on that one Um, there there was a, a second goal for us it was just a little too late I think there were like two seconds left in the game Um, I was talking to some, uh, Colorado fans that were sitting right behind me and I was just trying to get a little bit of Intel because I really don't know a ton about this team. I know that they're good. I know that, uh, you know, you've got, uh, uh, McKinnon, Rantanen, uh, just this, this beast of a forward core. And I thought Grubauer was the, was the guy in net. Well, I think Grubauer may be either sick or injured or something. And they had this, uh, this dude named Frank Cous. uh, like they, they were calling him Frankie. And I asked him, I was like, look, I've seen this guy a couple of times and he's been pretty good when I've seen him. Uh, who is he? Is this like the guy now? And they were like, oh yeah, yeah, no, he is. He's our guy right now. Um, apparently he's about to just take Grubauer's job, uh, as a starter. He's been sitting at a 9 9 which I'm pretty good, or I'm pretty sure is good for, like, top five in the league, and he's a backup. So, even defensively, this team is pretty darn good, and, um, you know, I see them as taking number one spot in the Central, which means most likely we're going to be playing them in the playoffs. Uh, maybe even first round. Ugh. I don't want that. I really don't. You know, We've gotten the better th- of them several times. But that is a team that I would not like to have a uh, seven game series with. It's just not going to be fun for anyone involved. So... Uh, hats off to them, but getting back to the Preds, I really think we we kept up with them, and we worked. And if it wasn't for you know that bit of bad luck, I think we we potentially take that to an overtime. Hell, we may even win it. Like I said, and and really the theme of this entire episode has been let's keep building that momentum, let's get the fan base excited again to go see a Preds game to to believe in this team and I think they're taking the right steps to do it so yeah now uh, let's get into the community question of the week uh, this week's question actually um, comes from a friend of mine We I was uh, doing my prep earlier today and, and I was just thinking you know what what would be something that people could debate on um, and and have valid points for both sides and, and a buddy of mine came into my office and said and I asked him that question and he said well the thing that I've been thinking of is Matt Duchesne is Matt Duchesne still a good hockey player? Is he still worth the contract that he has and moreover is is he a top line center? Now I know Nashville has been a very good fit for him personally, uh, of course. The, the story every single time we're on NBC or any kind of national anything uh, is Matt Duchesne <laughs> likes hockey and country music. Cool, man. That, that's great. How about his game? Like, let's let's talk about Matt Duchesne as a player. Uh, obviously, very disappointing numbers so far this season. I still personally like him. I don't necessarily like him at the nine million dollars that he's making, but uh, you know, in free agency, you've got to overpay, and that's that seems to be what has happened. I still like him. I still think he's got uh, the the talent to be on that top line he's just got to show it and and that's not just him on this team that's been just about everyone um so is uh like are our top line issues just on duchene no no not in the least bit um you know if we're having this conversation next year two years down the line maybe even three i don't know how long uh of a pass he gets but i think we haven't you know if we're having that conversation that's an issue and, and something's got to be fixed but i think right now he has still earned the right to be where he's at to make the money that he's making and us believe in him i don't i don't want to bring someone in and then less than a year later i'd be like man this guy sucks let's get rid of him no it does take time, and it does, especially when you lose a head coach. Uh, you know that basically resets the entire clock. You got to give him time. You got to give him uh, the opportunities to play at his best. Have those opportunities been there? Sure, but I just don't see what good it take or what good it makes to. Throw him under the bus this early on so uh, with that being said let me know what you think I would love to hear your take on on that particular question is Matt Duchesne still a good hockey player Uh, you know like I said earlier reach out to us uh, chat in sports uh, on Facebook Twitter Instagram the website itself and then if you want to talk to me personally I am definitely there Um, I am on Twitter at APAV hockey, and then on Instagram as well at APAV1195. Anyway, that's pretty much all I've got for this week. Thank you so much for listening to me. Um, And uh, yeah, I'll see you in the next one.